0: You're listening to The Word of Hope, a radio ministry of Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado.
1: Grace, mercy, and peace be yours from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for today is from the Epistle lesson and especially the last verse keying on one word there, faithfulness. My dear sisters and brothers in Christ Jesus, Faith. That's a word that's near and dear to the hearts of God's people. We treasure it. We stake our life on it. We stake our life on the belief that we are saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ alone. There is no other way. That is the heart and core of Christianity. And without that belief, there is no Christian life and faith. It's something we hold very dear. We talk about it a lot. But as we look through the Scripture, we find many ways and aspects, if you will, of faith. And one of those I'd like to focus on for a few minutes today is faithfulness. When we think of people being faithful... We think of someone who is reliable, dependable, trustworthy. When they say something, you can believe it. They will do what they say. Faithfulness also implies some endurance, a steadfastness under difficult times and good times, but a constant steadfastness. And this is not just some grin and bear it kind of thing that we just sort of tough it out. Oh, it's a positive attitude that looks forward, no matter what's going on, looks forward faithfully to knowing that God who is faithful will do what He has promised and that when we remain faithful, He remains faithful to us always and we will ultimately get the victory in Him. God calls us to be faithful, and He gives us faithfulness as a gift of the Spirit. You heard it, there's that whole list of gifts of God that He gives us, and among them, faithfulness. But the sad reality is that all too often we are faithless rather than faithful, We might think of Peter. You know, bold, impetuous Peter. Lord, even if everybody else leaves with you, I will die for you. And not long after that, he dies. He even knew who Jesus was. Or we think of the other disciples who fled him in Gethsemane, left him to face the trial and the cross alone. But the real question for today, Is what about you? What about me? Are we always faithful? Of course, we know the answer is no. God expects faithfulness from us even in the little things. The parable of the talents lays this out very clearly. You remember Jesus gave each one talents. And when he came to receive an accounting, he didn't reward them on the number of talents they had or how much they had done with what they had. Only were they faithful with what they had been given, be it big or small. They were expected to use the gift that God had given them and use it faithfully. I'd like to share a couple of poems with you about this. The first one is entitled, Your Place. Is your place a small one? Tend it with care. He set you there. Is your place a large place? Guard it with care. He set you there. Whatever your place it's, is, not yours alone, but he who set you there. God put you in the place you are, and he wants you to be faithful to him. In whatever place he has put you. Another author puts it this way. I am only one, but I am one. I can't do everything, but I can do something. And what I ought to do, by the grace of God, I will do. By the grace of God, we can remain faithful. Now, of course, as we look at this and we analyze our own lives and and see how often we have not been faithful... We must say, thanks be to God, that's not the end of the story. There is more. And as always, we look to Jesus. He is the answer. He is, if you will, the rest of the story. He is the one who was always perfectly faithful and obedient to the Father's will. Why? To save the world, to save you, to save me. That's why he did it. And if we look at his life, we see he faced all kinds of temptations to not be faithful. Began in the wilderness. You know the story well. Satan tempted him and challenged him to use the powers that he had, rightly his powers, for his own selfish purposes. But what did Jesus say? It is written. God's Word says, God's Word promises, it must be so. There can be no doubt. Throughout His ministry, He was hounded by the scribes and the Pharisees. Culminating, of course, in that night in Gethsemane. And we see there His humanity and His divinity. We see Him there in great agony, praying, Father, if there's some way other than this, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And we see him obedient to the Father's will, even to death on a cross. For you, for me, for all. The writer to the Hebrews puts it this way We have Jesus, a faithful high priest who was in service to God to pay for the sins of the people. And Jesus gives us his faithfulness. Faithfulness is not something we can work up within ourselves. We can try, but we always fail. But Jesus, by his life, death, and glorious resurrection... And that victory he shares with us. And in that victory we have in him the ability to be faithful. To live our lives not so much for self. But for him who lived and died and rose again for us. We can be faithful to him. We can be faithful to God's word. We can be faithful to the word we give to others and to our Lord. All in his strength. And in His power and in His strength, we can do, as He says, take up your cross daily and follow Me. Faithfulness is a fruit of the Spirit, a gift, a gift from God. It means we can't earn it. We can't do anything to create it within ourselves. It is totally, freely by God's grace, a gift received by faith. In that faith, we seek to live our lives faithfully to Him and to the world around us. Is it easy? Of course not. You all know that. It's not easy to be faithful to God. We live in a mixed up, troubled world filled with all kinds of things that were described as sins of the flesh. Immorality, corruption, greed... Abuse of power, on and on the list goes. And all of those things that culture tries to force upon us. And it's so easy to give in. But in the power of Christ, we can be faithful. We can say with Paul, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. One more poem. Is there anyone who can help us, who understands our hearts when the thorns of life have pierced them till they bleed, one who sympathizes with us, and his wondrous love imparts just the very, very blessing we need? Yes, there's one, only one, the blessed Jesus. He's the one. When afflictions crush the soul and waves of trouble roll, And you need a friend to help you. He's the one. He's the one. He's the one who was faithful and obedient to the Father's will, even unto death, for you and for me. And he gives us his strength and power to be faithful as we make our journey of life. Life's not always easy. You all know that. But it is a journey we must all make. And we make it as people of God, as disciples of Jesus. And that makes all the difference in the world. Because as disciples of Jesus, we know who we are and whose we are. We know the gifts God has given us. Everything we need to live our life faithfully. May God bless us as we do it for Jesus' sake. Amen. And now may the peace of God which passes all understanding keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until life everlasting. Amen.